All right, it's 626. It's been widely reported, and I suppose um, we heard this on a number of radio interviews that President Cyril Ramaphosa had been on in uh, the last couple of days, that um, we're in a bit of trouble. The government simply doesn't have the money required to look after people who have been affected uh, by COVID-19 and the lockdowns as a result. And it is obviously scary. Um, he's gone on to say, and I quote, unquote, we do not have the money. That's the simple truth that has to be put out there. We are constrained from a financial point of view. So let's get some analysis here and perspective on this and what it means as we try and forge a way forward into how we make a plan. Well, some industries are literally on lockdown and cannot operate. We're joined on the line now by Chief Economist and Head of Research at IQ Business, Sfiso Kenjana. Sfiso, good morning. Thanks for your time. Good morning, Mo, and to the breakfast team. Well, as much as we can appreciate the honesty, I suppose one could also argue that it's not something we didn't know. But also, at the, at the beginning of it all, when you know, billions of rands were announced in terms of aid, I think we all thought that would all be covered. Were we right to think so? Um, I think initially we were probably okay to think so, but um, also I think we didn't know the mechanics of what the relief um, package itself was. It wasn't really a stimulus package. And I mean, if you just look at also what's happening in the news, government is now fighting its own workers. Saying that uh, you know it can't pay them what it initially promised um, in terms of salary increases, and so if you just look at that package alone, um, a lot of, or, I mean, a good portion of it, the 200 billion, for example, that said that was uh, you know supposed to be coming from the banks, was too onerous in the way in which it was designed for even businesses to be able to access that in a way in which that would keep them sustainable mm-hmm. over the, the the long term. And so eventually we, we saw only about 18 billion of, of that 200 billion being accessed by businesses and, uh, and, and, and a lot of it in essence is still uh, pretty much remaining dormant and unused primarily because of the way in which it's designed. And I think over and above that, just to go back then to the other forms of, 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 of support, I think uh, we probably came into this pandemic hoping that it was something that I would, it was a hump that we were going to quickly get over mm. and kind of get back to some semblance of normality. And now when we see that we almost have to, we are now on month 13 of 2020, I think this is also the thing that's really now putting the pressure point um, from a fiscal point of view. Hmm. So, I mean, our, our economy has been in trouble for quite some time. And what does it mean um, when the president says there, there simply is no money? Uh, just in terms of our economic recovery and what we, we look like going forward in the next couple of years? Simply, I mean, I'll, you know, just to the, the economy. So we generate money in, uh, from, from two different ways, right? There's a, there's a tax. Uh, a mechanism we use in this where personal income tax, corporate income tax comes in um, and then also over and above that it's either then we borrow the money or we get returns from our investment as an economy. So as it stands, the economy has been uh, not been generating in, uh, enough growth in the economy to be able to see rises in tax. In fact, mm-hmm. uh, companies uh, as early as, uh, you know, just before the financial crisis were contributing about 30%, what 27% of what we collect as tax revenue now. And as of December last year, they, they were contributing about 15%. Um, which means that companies over the last kind of 12 years or so have actually been in a lot of distress. And so when the economy is, is, is unable then to generate money, 
it means you need to borrow it somewhere. And this is exactly what's been happening around the whole narrative around South Africa um, being indebted. So the money we were paying just to pay interest uh, two years ago was about you know 12 cents for every uh, one rand of, of, of revenue we collect. And now it's about 24 cents. And so that's money that could be going towards service delivery could be going towards um, stimulating and supporting mm-hmm. the country, but now we're 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 paying um, interest on the debt, and so we find ourselves in a point where, as a country, we're not generating enough money. We need to borrow just to be able to sustain the economy, and this is the the conversation that's now saying is that. To what extent can you borrow before you fall over? Mm. And that's exactly where we find ourselves right now as a country is that we are reaching a, what we call a fiscal cliff uh, where we won't be able to borrow anymore to fund our activities. And therefore, then that's now where we find ourselves where we need to fiscally consolidate. And these are the things that are driving the, the, the choices around how uh, broke uh, South Africa Inc. is currently. Fiso, we appreciate your time on just painting a picture. And uh, this is not a conversation that ends here, but certainly thank you for your time. Fiso is Kenjana, Chief Economist and Head of Research at IQ Business. Just on that note of uh, where things are in terms of what government can do versus what you need to go out there and, and do yourself. I mean, how have you managed, you know, financially as a result of mm. COVID-19? And how have you been able to manage the impact from a, from a financial point of view? Are you in an industry that's been put on hold, cannot operate? And what sort of plans did you have to make during this time? You can tweet us and hashtag the morning flavor.